welcome back to another episode of Snacks in the City. Woo! That intro was so smooth. I think we got it. It was very smooth. Um, so wait, we didn't have an episode last week, and Bree, just tell us about the march, girl. Right. So I went to Washington D.C. Um, we drove because you know Corona and planes. So we drove. It was. Not as horrible as you would think, but it did take 11 hours to get there. Um, We had a cutie little Airbnb that was, like, right in the biz. Um, And, of course, like, the Hamilton nerd that I am, as I was driving in, I was like, wow. Wow. And, like, literally everything was geeking out before anything even happened. Um, We woke up. We got in. um, At, like, midnight, 1 a.m., and so we just like hurried up and went to bed. We woke up at 6 a.m. Um, we ate nothing and just like ran out the door because like thousands of people were going and we wanted like a ch- And you had to like get a temperature check and all the things. So we were like, let's just go. We got there um, probably. Well, we left our Airbnb around like 7. So we were like thinking like, oh, we're going to be one of the first people there. Nothing starting until 11. The march isn't until, like, 1. We get there. People were, like, lining up at, like, 4.35 a.m. There was already hundreds of people in the park. Um, It was so hot. It was 97 degrees. <laughs> so it was just, like, a little bit, like, physically strenuous. But all I kept telling myself was, like, you know, it could be worse. Because, like, literally, you could be dead. Like, the whole reason we're here is people are dying senselessly. And... So I just was, like, trying so hard not to complain. Um, But we wait in line for, like, over two hours. We got our temperature check. We walk in. um, And you – I have some stuff I'm going to post on snacks. Um, My friends that went with me just sent me the rest of all their photos and videos. So I'm just getting it all together in, like, one thing that makes sense. But I took a really cool video, like, walking in and all the water leading up to the Lincoln Memorial where all the speeches were going to happen. I was like sobbing all day. I was so inspired. Um, A young girl who was there during the Parkland shooting was like telling this story of how um, she had to like hide under a dead student while the gunman was like walking down the hall shooting people. And that's like, she was like, I mean, that's probably the only reason I'm alive. Um, MLK the third spoke. He gave his daughter who's like nine or 10 a minute to talk and she was amazing me and my friends were like sobbing because she really honestly was like my papa king was here for a reason and she was talking about how her generation is going to be the generation to end it um she was like we're the kids we've mastered the selfie we've mastered tiktok and now we're gonna master equality like there's no reason that i really was like getting emotional because it's like martin luther king gave that speech my grandma was like a young girl. My grandpa was like a young man. And so to be like the grandchild of somebody who watched that the very first time around, it's like crazy that the conversation has shifted and we've made all this progress, but not really. We're just talking about a different set of issues with the same end goal. Like what, what has changed? You know, like we are still like, well, the cops and black people just don't really get along. Like, why is that still a thing? The speech happened 57 years ago. That's crazy that we're having another one because it's not that different. They also had it on um, the anniversary of Emmett Till's lynching. So it was just like all around, just like a really historic day. Um, Reverend Al Sharpton spoke. Um, I'm probably forgetting so many people. There was... Um, starting at 11 until almost three o'clock people were just speaking and it was amazing and it was really hot so people were like starting to get into the water um, and like waving these flags that say Black Lives Matter and it was just like so many people brought their children so many old people were there and like um, there was a man who was in a wheelchair with a sign that said if you care get off your ass and he had all these people with him and they were talking about how he marched for voting rights in Selma And, like, he's an old man in a wheelchair, can't even, like, roll himself with an oxygen tank. And he, like, made a point 
to go. And it was just like a grueling day. It was so hot. And it was just like people were fainting left and right. Um, But my big takeaway was it was just like so beautiful. I feel like what you see on TV is like the protests are scary and you have every reason to be like on edge. And I was like nervous to go. Um, my mom was like, are you still going to go? You need to make a safety plan and like write your information on your arm and make sure you and your friends have each other's mom's phone numbers. And you see it on TV. It is just like so polarized. Like if the people at these protests and it's like, I felt so safe and I'm like a very anxious person. I'm scared of my own shadow. I didn't feel scared at all. It's totally different than like the way people try to make it seem on TV. People were like getting hot and like getting sick. And it was just like, everyone was strangers, but it felt very family. Like everyone was so nice to everyone. Everyone was mask compliant. Um, I, it was just like a beautiful little moment. And I feel like I am typically the only black person in a lot of the spaces I hang out in. So I tend to like shy away from certain conversations or like someone will say something and I'll be like, but I won't actually say anything. I'll like go home and tweet about it later. And it's like, that's not actually helping. I actually tweeted the other day. I was like, I'm really tired of the passive, passive messaging. I am no longer going to participate in just like making a broad Facebook status or a broad tweet because that doesn't actually bring about changes. I think what I learned the most, like, as the only black person in my friend group and like within that, a lot of social groups, I think that I just in the moment need to speak directly to people who maybe need to have an eye opening experience because these people were just like so unapologetically themselves and like fighting for the right thing. And I just was like crying all day. Like, yeah, I need, I need to do better. And it was, it was really cool. And I am really excited to post, like, the march. Um, you, you'll you see in the videos, it's just, like, there's every kind of person. I was expecting it to be, like, it's a Black Lives Matter march. There's going to be, like, a ton of Black people. But it was, like, any and everything you could imagine, that kind of person was there. Um, people were advocating for disabled rights, um, LGBTQ rights. Like, it was just, like such an inclusive, happy space. And I think if we could get more of that everywhere, the world would just be like a much happier place. I had a really great time. That's good. I'm glad to hear it, Brie. I can't wait to see all the posts and everything. I were, we wanted to see each other for this podcast, but we don't <laughs> want you to see us. So we are zooming. That's why I didn't interject at all, but I think it's amazing. It's, that's really something and that's something you, you're going to take with you for the rest of your life that you could look back on and be like yeah I did that yeah and it just honestly I we almost didn't go um it just was like some stuff was happening and we just like almost didn't go and I was starting to get really nervous because everyone in my family was like oh my god you have to be so safe do you have this do you have that and I was like oh my God, is it going to be dangerous? Like, I don't want to go. But then you like see on TV, like the Kenosha stuff just happened. And my mom lives in Kenosha, just like two blocks away from where they were literally burning down buildings. She lives in downtown Kenosha. And it just was like such a terrifying week. (coughs) Bless you, dear. (laughs) Like leading up to the march. And I was like, maybe I shouldn't go. My mom was like asking me not to. Um, She was like, well, what if it gets violent? And but like it never did. <coughs> Bless you. I saw it coming. So sorry. Um, um, I have allergies. I don't have COVID. I promise. I also was really scared of the, the COVID of it all, but like literally everyone everywhere was wearing a mask and it was never like a thing of like, put your mask on. Like people are just like conscious of like, you know what? The right thing to do for my neighbor is to wear my mask. Like I, And also DC is just like doing their open air dining and stuff very differently than here in Chicago, which was like interesting to see. But like, I just never at any point was like nervous about COVID. Like they're just, they're really doing it right. And the people who organized the March, like really deserve a pat on the back. Um, It was very well put together. Good. I'm glad. That's, 
Great to hear. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if you can hear my neighbor's yappy fucking dog. He's been barking, or she, I'm sorry, she has been barking for, um, like, two hours. Like, give it a rest. So. Hang okay. it up, sister. Um, I actually have an update about the, the thing we talked about last week, or okay. two weeks ago, which was, um, what did we talk about? To all the boys who never loved me. So I ended up texting the guy who I asked if he would take me to this wedding, and I said... So I got my own date to the wedding. Um, so why don't, I also got it at plus one. So why don't we both just not bring dates and we can be each other's dates. And he sent back a gif of Kanye West that said the answer is yes. That's beautiful. So basically I'm getting married. Well, I look good in every color and I love choosing flowers. I'm also available for cake testing. Okay. I hate cake. So in my dream wedding there won't be a cake it'll be something else like a rack of donuts okay i was like what are you gonna serve all right i feel like you're like the leader of this oh wait okay let's play follow the leader i got wait no i have to tell you (laughs) i'm sorry you put me in charge and then took it away I'm sorry, but that's because um, I forgot to tell everyone. Well, I didn't forget to tell anyone. So we didn't have the episode last weekend. But last Sunday, or like the Sunday after we recorded the last episode, was my cousin's graduation party from college. He's 22, so all his friends were there. And I was really flirting with them. uh, Or one. (laughs) Literally in the morning, my mom was like, wow, you were really Mrs. Robinson last night. And I was like, well, that's so rude but so thank you um so I don't know that much about him except for no okay so whatever we were we were flirting like later later at night like I was drunk I got so drunk um and we played this game called rolling fours you're familiar with it if you are if anybody listening is familiar with it ask the person that you learned the game from where they learned the game from and it will come back to the University of Dayton I promise you, because my brother made that game up, and that's where he went to school. Um, <laughs> all I know about him is he respects the die, which I love a man who respects the die. Um, he doesn't care what I do. Like, he does not even <laughs> ask me what I'm doing with children all day, because, like, at that like at that age, I didn't care what anybody did either. True. As long, Like, he doesn't care what I do as long as it's him by the end of the year. Oh. <laughs> also, I was like, uh, "Do you want what? What song do you want to play?" And he said, "Take you, take me, the, take take you there by Sean Kingston." <laughs> Bold choice. Yeah, he golfs, which is like something I so like. He rides a motorcycle. Ooh. Um, and yeah, so that is good. That's all good stuff. Um, but when I was leaving the set, this party before, I was like, I can't believe you didn't try to sneak make out with me. <laughs> and then I was so appalled that I said that, that I don't even remember what he said afterwards. Um, but so he was like, so do you want to like add me on Snapchat? And I was like, what? Really? Is that like what? Okay. So then I did. So then we've been snapping and today I sent him some tasteful cleavage pics. Not just of my cleavage, like just like a casual picture of me and one of the kids I nanny for, and my boobs just happened to look great in the picture. And he sent one back of his like beer glass, but in the reflection of the glass, he is shirtless. I don't know if he meant to do that on purpose, but I can only think that we're sexting now. Yeah, like you guys are starting to show a little little body. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad. And last weekend, he said we should definitely hang out. And I said, yeah, we should. Um, but I just have to remember that I cannot be Jessica. I can't be like, oh, well, I'm I'm going to be 28. And you just turned 22. I can't do that stuff. Yeah, you can't talk about it. And if it's going to no. be a thing, like if it's starting to be a thing up here, you just have to skedat. Yeah, so um, it's not. It's going to be fine. We'll see how it goes, you know. Well, I think it'll be fine because we say this all the time. Like, 
as much as you and I are the numbers that we are, we're a young that number. I'm going through a thing because my birthday is soon, and I just I don't want to talk about it. Oh please. Yeah. Okay. I should grow up. I'm so I'm 26. But I'm a, <laughs> I'm a young 26, and I know that at the end of this month I will be 27. But like, I feel much closer to 20 than I do to 30. Like I really identify with a 20 something and I would like to just stay that way forever. Like you could give me any number. Like when I'm a 50 something, I'm probably still going to be behaving like a 20 something. I really thrive here. So I feel like he's also (laughs) a 20 something. And let's be real, men mature much slower than women anyway. So like in the grand scheme of things, this – who cares that he's 22 because fast forward to 36, he's still probably going to act 22. True. All right. Cool. I'll let you, I'll keep everybody posted on that. Wait, right. did you like see his body though? Like, was it? Well, yeah. Cause I rolled a four and then he had to jump in the pool. No, I rolled a four and then he had to jump in the pool and he did it. Love yeah. We love to see that. We do love to see. I love to see a man's body anytime he wants to show it to me. (laughs) All right. Next. Next up is the last FMK of the season. Yeah. So it's decided we're going to switch up the game. So this will be the last FMK and like, not like FMK is dead. She's just resting. We're going to try, um, a couple different things. We've got some goodies up our sleeve to see like how those games go over. Um, because you know, we told you guys that it's okay to let your shallow flag fly, but I think that people are just in the season of trying to be better people. So then like I've been checking the DMS when it's FMK day and it's like, I just literally want you to tell me who you want to fuck who you want to marry, and who you want to kill. I don't care if you watch the show. I want you to look at those humans and make a snap decision like the shitty Americans we are. And everyone's yeah. always, like, writing these, like, little mini think pieces. And as much as some of them are funny, that's just – it's not the nature of the game. So I'm going to try to get the shallow out of people in a different way. Stay tuned next week. This week we decided to go out with a bang – and we chose, um, how would we even describe them? I was going to say the men of Sex and the City, but I guess just like Carrie's men, the big yeah. ones. The big ones. The big ones. The big ones. And Maddie, I think that you're going to lose your mind. Okay, so for the people who are listening and didn't vote, first of all, loser. Just kidding. But like, that's not nice that you didn't vote. But if you didn't see, the men are Aiden, Big, and the Russian, otherwise known as Alexander. You're going to Paris with Orofsky? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <sighs> Tell me what everybody said. You're going to lose your mind. Do you want to know the crazy ones first or just, like, the in general who won each category? In Where general. Okay. In general, Aiden won most likely to be fucked. Big won most likely to be married. Alexander uh, most likely to be killed. Shock. But let's do some honorable mentions, starting with your sister, your flesh and blood. You are going to just lose your mind. I won't lose my mind. Why lost my mind? She chose to marry Aiden and kill Big and fuck the Russian. She's messed up, but she hates Big. She hates Big. So apparently she would rather be physically abused than emotionally, um, emotionally <laughs> and mentally. Yeah. Which I'll like, okay, I it. get it. I knew she was going to say that. I can't, I can't. Oh my God, my stomach's growling. I hope no one heard that. I heard it. Well, uh, whatever. I don't even want to talk about it. I didn't eat today, so I am quite hungry at this late hour. Um, two people did choose to marry Aiden, which I thought was only one person voted to fuck big, which was funny to me. All of the Russians votes were kill except for that one from your sister. Okay. So tell me your choices. 
It was hard. And you know, I'm a, I love big. I love big, but I also want to have kids and he didn't want to have kids. But I love him. So it, I'm really having a tough time. I'm killing Alex, obviously. Um, but oh, I just love him so much though. So yeah, I'm going to fuck Aiden, marry big and kill Alex. Me too. Wait, is Carrie dating Aiden when she, like, gets super stoned and then, like, meets his mom? Is that him? No, that's, like, some random guy. And oh. she's, like, and he's, like, yeah, mom, Carrie brought the weed. And the mom's, like, did you bring this here? And she's, like, yeah, and I'm taking it with me when I go. <laughs> I, like, could not remember. I couldn't get that scene out of my head earlier while I was, like, writing these. And I was, like, I don't think that's him. But I, like, couldn't think of who it was. But. I got it. I got it. Oh, some random guy. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm going to also fuck Aiden, marry Big, kill Alex. Big is just everything of the sort. I just. Yeah. I also am just like one of those messed up people that it's like, I think that you have to feel all the things for the person you end up with. And like, that's why their love means so much to me because they had all the feelings. Like, yeah, I feel like if someone can hurt you like that and make you that mad and that upset and you and me, nothing. But then, like, you still love him so much, then, like, that's the real deal. It's you and I, nothing, but I forgive you. Okay. Well, you know, I'm not Carrie Bradshaw. I'm Samantha Jones. I am Carrie Bradshaw. So I don't have her lines. Okay. Memorized. All right. Next. Um, Okay. And then I'm going to breeze through these. I watched the VMAs. Instead of doing a top three, I would like to just do a a recap. First of all, the show should not have even been called the VMAs. It should have been called Lady Gaga's Big Night because all I cared about was Lady Gaga. All anyone cared about was Lady Gaga. Um, She won the most things. She was the prettiest. She did the best the end it it was it was her show i don't know why they even had other people show up yeah i watched her performance with oh okay go ahead you watched which one Um, yes oh i watched all of lady gaga's performance um so they sounded great and um ariana grande sounded really like too good like too good I thought that, but I also know that pre-quarantine, she was, like, going through a thing, and she was posting about all she does is sing, and she, like, put this thing up about how she um, was, like, it was something about, like, taking sadness and, like, putting it into your craft, and, like, then there's, like, that silver lining, and she was talking about how she feels like she um, improved her tone, but also expanded on her range because she's been like really focusing on like these deep, sad emotions she's had having. And so she's not doing the big, like high fun, poppy sound right now. So I think that I also think that Lady Gaga brings it out of her because they posted a video of like some behind the scenes stuff of them working on Rain On Me. And I honestly think like every time they did something, it just kept getting better. Like they, they have yeah. magic. I love that she sings like the lower harmony in that. I also love her pigtail look. Yeah, that was very fun. What do you think the Lady Gaga said to her? Like she clearly says something to her on stage. Yeah, I rewound it, but the mask moment, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, but yeah, I thought they sounded great. Lady Gaga is such a character, but I still love her. Such a character. Um, I have an aunt, uh, who like is the reason I like love and appreciate artsy things the way that I do. She just was like always such an artsy person. And then she owned a dance studio like most of my life. So we actually get into like big like knockdown drag out fights because I will defend Lady Gaga until I'm dead. She is the definition of true performer. I don't care. You can't I don't care if you don't like her song. You have to give her props just like as a performer, as an artist. 
She's like really giving it to you, serving it, trying her best at all times. Like those crazy outfits with the matching masks. Yeah. Dead. She deserved an award just for the looks of the night. Like amazing. She was like not letting the mask ruin her fashion. Love the dedication. Um, Kiki Palmer is amazing to me. I thought she was a really great host. I also am shocked she was the first black woman to host the VMAs by herself ever, which is crazy that we're still having the first black insert something at all in 2020. That's a little crazy to me, but the last time a black woman was the host, she was just a co-host. It was all the way back in like 1983 or something I read, which is just like wild. So like good for her. And I thought she did a really good job and I hope people pay more attention to her because she deserves to be a bigger deal than she is. Um, Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande deserved the win for best collab because rain on me is what we all needed. Yeah, it is the song of the year. You know? Also, my next note, you, I think, are going to die that I am saying it. I will start with the positives. I love Miley Cyrus so much, and she can do no wrong in my book. But that lip sync was bad. I didn't watch it. I'm going to... I th- the the silver lining to me is I think that she was bad at lip singing because she typically sings live and she always she's been quoted saying more than once like well I just I don't do it I just will always sing live and sure people will be like oh my god she sucks but at least I did it like I sucked and I was up there and I was doing it and people love me like what did you do sit on the couch and watch it yeah. But I don't know if it was, like, the COVID of it all and they had to film it on the soundstage and it was, like, all green screen. I think maybe that played into why she didn't seem live. It seemed like a lot of people weren't necessarily singing live. So I'm just going to chalk it up to – it's not something she typically does. So I think she was overselling it and it just was not my fave. But I did love the wrecking ball moment because she just recently broke up with Cody Simpson, so she, like, is going through that phase. And she climbed up on that disco ball and did those body rolls. And I was like, yes, Miss Miley. But, like, maybe next time let's – you don't have to open your mouth so big when you're pretending to sing. Just, like, tone it down. I screamed out loud. Anthony Ramos presented an award. And I actually, actually screamed out loud and almost died. Had to rewind it because I couldn't hear any of the words he said because I was like, oh, my God, it's him. And then I started blushing and, like, put my face in a blanket for a second. My God. I love him so much. For anybody who's not familiar, he is in Hamilton. So the freak out was warranted. But also, he's so hot. Um, speaking of so hot, Maluma is also so hot. Don't know what he said, but I'm really glad that he sang because the whole thing was in Spanish and I'm ready to marry him right now. Whenever he's ready, I am available. He also won an award. Don't know what he was saying but I appreciated that he said it to me. I love a man that speaks Spanish. It's 10 out of 10 in my book. Um, Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande also won Song of the Year. Well-deserved. I don't understand the BTS of it all. Neither do I. But they're like this big boy band from South Korea. Um, They performed their new song, Dynamite, and I will say... I get it a little bit more after watching them perform live because those boys do know how to put on a show. Like they're really singing and dancing and like formation changing. So like, I guess I kind of get, get it, but it's just, it's not for me. Like I'm not going to go out there and stand them, but I get, I get why the young girls are doing that. Um, Lady Gaga and Ari's performance was probably the reset that 2020 needed. And then the last thing I wrote was Lady Gaga won artist of the year. Hashtag that look. She also won the Tricon Award, which like literally wasn't even a thing until they made it just for her. And like she did what she had to do. So I didn't really care about anybody but Lady Gaga all night. Amen. Amen. That what you have to take a shot for how big that sniff was. My allergies are so bad. 
That drink was not a shot, but it'll okay. let, I'll let it pass. Well, it's pure vodka, so it's fine. Okay. All right. Tell me about Dancing with the Stars. Okay. So I'm just going to quickly go through the lineup. I can't believe Carol fucking Baskin is in it. That's so funny. <laughs> She's going to be horrible. Yeah. Um, Nellie. I'm really excited for Nellie to be on there. Um, I always was weirdly attracted to him. And Jesse Metcalf, a.k.a. John Tucker. Um, Vernon Davis, don't care. AJ McLean, that's going to be exciting. Caitlin Bristow, don't care. Monica Aldama, that's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. Ann Hatch, I don't know. I feel like they never had, like, big actors or actresses. So yeah. this will be cool. Sky Jackson, that little girl. Mm-hmm. Um Justina Machado, no idea. Janie, my no idea. Nev Schulman, Schulman, that'll be exciting. Chriselle yeah. Shaw, Sh- Strauss. Strauss, what's her name? Strauss. Yeah, okay. And then Johnny Weir, which whatever. Um, I think I loud, but I guess I don't, I don't know. I'm excited about Jeannie Mai. I don't know if she can dance, but I know that she's one of the hosts on The Real. And I don't really watch that show that much, but I do appreciate the sentiment. Like, it's a table full of, like, oh, my God, Maddie just, like, a stripper threw her legs up in the air. That was amazing. But yeah. it's, like, a kind of like The View, but, like, they don't get as political. It's, like, a little more hot topics type stuff a little more frisky business talk and it's like a panel of like younger women and it's like a, a more diverse table but it's cool i think she'll, she's dating a rapper she's dating young jeezy so i think she might be oh. she might be good at it um we'll have to see i just really need them to have carol baskin do like a Tiger King dance to Savage moment or the yeah. whole season will be a waste. 100%. I just imagined her doing the TikTok dance. Oh, God. Killed her All right. husband, whacked him. Lead us into the topic, Bree. Okay, well, this week we're talking about breakups, heartbreaks, um, all the stupid shit in between, how to handle them, how they're different. Um, I might seem a little extra angsty because I'm going through a not breakup with a boy who was not my boyfriend. Um, so I feel like this topic's like, you know what, really hitting close to home. But I think that the notes that I wrote are really going to help someone else navigate this cuter than I am right now. So... <laughs> That's why um, we had emergency girls night yesterday. I probably ingested two bottles of wine. So I'll start with get you some good friends. That's that's a solid start. Get you some good friends. Because I don't know what I would have done yesterday if all my friends didn't just like show up with cookies and Skittles and mac and cheese. (laughs) And literally all of them came equipped with a bottle of wine. It was amazing. So step one, get some good friends. Um, Maddie, do you want to share a breakup? Sure. Um, so I have actually never been broken up with. Wow. Except for one time I was dating this guy when I was in the seventh grade and we were just like emailing back and forth. And then 11 days later, he broke up with me and I just listened to always be my baby, my Mariah Carey. And I got over it. Um, and then, yeah, so I'm just going to go right into, like, the real, the real, real. Mm-hmm. I did not date this guy at all. But I remember the first day that I met him, he was on crutches, and I was in the foyer. Oh, yeah. Well, and he came crutching over, and my friend was like, oh, this is yada yada. And I was like, oh, my God, hi. And then... We had, like, some classes together. We had math together. Whatever. So, we just became fast friends. Like, we were good friends. And I, all like, I was in love with him for the whole time that I've ever known him. And then, um, I don't even know, like, the what year it was. But I got, like, we, like, he knew I liked him. And he would, like, flirt back with me. And we would just flirt back and forth, yada, yada, yada. And I got strapped. 
I actually got strep a lot, but so I had it. So I stayed home from school and I come back to school and he has a girlfriend and I was like, okay, well, I guess that's over. <laughs> he always had a girlfriend and I was like, this is so rude because you still are flirting with me even though you're like dating these other girls. And he'd be like, come to my baseball game. And I'm like, okay. Oh wait, your girlfriend's here too. That's so weird. Um, anyway, but senior year was when it really picked up because we were both single and it was like prom was right around the corner, right around the corner. And people thought that we were dating. And I was like, are you like, we went out to lunch one day and I went out to lunch. I mean, we just went to his parents and made out. Um, and I was like, are you going to prom? And he was like, no, I don't think I'm going to go. I was like, okay. Um, but like, if you were going to go, who would, who were you going to go with? And he was like, well, I would ask you. And I was like, okay, okay, cool. Um, so that happened. And then a few days later, I wake up to finding out that he asked someone else to the prom <laughs> by playing a song for her on guitar. Are you kidding me? That screams for Maddie. It really also, does. It was my first, he was my first makeout, and he was a very good kisser. Oh, my God. Oh, I just loved him. I loved him, and I really thought that he loved me back because he always, like, made me feel like it did <laughs> it's just like one of those things that like no matter if he's like he's currently married but I still feel like he likes me and I have no reason to believe that but it's just like ingrained in my head and he is it's like a, he's like a like he no like he knows like even after no. like I will last time we recorded that episode and I was like I'm gonna save to talk about him for the heartbreak episode i woke up to a snap from him he knows he knows <laughs> and he like liked your tiktok that one time he always likes my tiktoks from like months ago but like that that just could mean that it just is coming up on his feet now i mean i don't really know how tiktok works but me either but still still counts and but, also, i think that when you have a connection like you know yeah and i feel like everybody knew except for like him like he didn't we were in he choir knew. together he knew we were partners because we were both short you guys were so cute like and i have like when he asked that girl to prom i was cry i don't cry I cried so hard and I called my dad. I was like, can I please leave school? And he was like, no, are you crazy? And I was like, okay. So I had to go to, and then I had gym with the girl. Oh, like, killer. Wanted to talk to me about it. I was like, I don't want to talk to you. Get out of here. That's my dream. I was like, I don't want to talk to you. So, whatever. We still took a picture. I promise a really good picture. High school breakups hit different. Mm-hmm. So, nothing else. Um, I think that, I think it was the last episode I was talking about, I think I referred to him as a hobbit who had no business having a crush on me. And then I had like said all that mean stuff and then look what happened. I could never get over it. Well, um, he broke up with me and I was like, excuse me? Like I was genuinely taken aback and like I was obsessed with him like he liked me more than I liked him and I was just like late to the party so like I really bloomed into my liking him and then he was like oh this girl kind of sucks because I was like obviously just like so selfish and like not that nice to him and so he broke up with me and I was like wait I was just starting to like it here and I like don't remember what started it. I believe I was in biology class and I just like happened to hear. No, I remember right before we broke up, I heard in my biology class that in some other class, my boyfriend was partners with this girl and it looked very flirty. And so I was getting a bunch of texts like, Oh my god, so and so was like really all over your man. And I was like, first of all, 
who's she? But then it like kept happening. And in my next class, people were like, Brie, you're going to be so mad. Like you have to say something to this girl. And I was like, not going to say anything to her. She looks like a greyhound dog and he would never like her. Um, fast forward to, we break up. It, within a couple months, that's his girlfriend. And I never stopped crying about it. And then she joined Palms and I literally would like get into trouble for like how mean I would be for her. So I was like a co-captain for varsity and she was on JV and I would be in charge of running her practice. And I would just like literally make the team run a practice. And we used to do this thing. Like when somebody messes up, you start the music over and you have to start from the top. And I would just like square up right in front of her. And I'd be like, well, I hope you practice because you stole my boyfriend. So you better be a good dancer. <laughs> and like the second she would mess up, I'd be like, oh, do it again. Up, oh, she sucks. Do it again. Seriously, get it together. Do it for your team. You suck. And I would just like bully her. Me and my friends would like bark at her in the hallway. And I was like, um, this is the way to win your man back. Newsflash, it did not work. But man, I was really distraught. It really turned me into an ugly person, which is my first takeaway. You got to learn to handle breakups with grace because bullying the other girl is never the answer. Bullying the boy into like liking you again is never the answer. It usually just will make them like you less and reinforce that a breakup should have happened. So that's the story of how I learned to be a little less crazy and I wish that I could say that that went on for just like you know a month um it went on all of junior and senior year far too long far too long but yeah but he did some crazy dumb stuff he started it he did start it um but you know what another thing about high school breakups is you're so young and it's like who cares like you're gonna be fine yeah yeah that's something i wrote um especially if you're younger even i think at this age there's a very big difference between a breakup and a heartbreak and like if it's just a breakup you know, you're going to give yourself, you know, three to ten business days. I'm going to give you a, you know, some of us are a little more dramatic than others. So, like, three to ten business days, and, like, you're going to be fine. And it feels really terrible right then, but, like, give it a couple days, a couple drinks, maybe a little action with somebody else, and you're going to be like, actually, yeah, there's, like, a lot I could be doing besides being sad over this. Yeah. And you, it's going to be fine. You're going to, you're going to get over it. I mean, I'm still not over mine, but I feel like, I mean, I am, <laughs> I am. but like every time I see his name pop up, I'm like, <gasps> yeah, I think that that's a thing. Um, I think that it's okay um, to give yourself grace and like be kind to yourself. Like those feelings are fine. You need to just feel them out. And like, there are definitely boys from my past that like, if you bring them up, I'm going to be like, oh, why would you say that to me? <laughs> right. Like, you just have to acknowledge, like, damn, that was so sad for me. But, like, you can't let it ruin your life. And to quote my sweet grandma, you can't let it steal your joy. That's what she says to me about anybody that breaks my heart. She just says, you know, I know it's sad and you have to just live it, but don't let it steal your joy. And, like, you can do both. Like, if you mention the boy from my math class that I am genuinely upset that he is married to somebody who is not me, like if you say his name, something happens to me and I make a strange sound of like, Oh my God. But like, I'm okay. Yeah. In my life. But you just remember, you just remember the feelings. But last week you said that you had some facts you needed to spit at me about this guy who broke my heart without even dating me. Oh, I think that he is one of those people. This is my, this might gas you up just a little bit. So him and I did not get along and like, not actually, I think that he's a great person. And like when we would do things 
for that one little spell of like all of us would hang out. I always thought he was so cool and like he's a very nice boy. But when it comes to you, like you were saying, he knows what he does to you. And he knows how you feel. And I something in him, I don't know if it's like an ego feed or what, like that's what would piss me off. It's like, well, don't say that to her or don't give her the dreamy blue eyes or like stop hanging out with us if you're not going to do anything about it. And like he was fully dating that girl who he married. Yikes. But like would not invite her to things so that he could have alone time with you. And like me being like the drunk, be that I am I would be like I know that you just want to hang out with my friend you better not try to kiss her I know you want to and he'd be like yeah I do but like why do you have to bring it up and I was like well why do you have to come just break up with your girlfriend and then come or don't come and so like we would really go back and forth and like that night we were talking about I think the last episode um like him and I got into a full on screaming match because him and his girlfriend were on a break and then shocker shocker we ended up out at a bar with him and his friends. And like he was all in your face. And I think that like me and my Where were we? I need to oh. Um I think we were at Country Club. And, like, me and my boyfriend at the time were, like, going through a thing. So, like, I was very much, like, in this other boy's face, like, to make myself feel better. And he had the nerve. Yes. He tried to call me out. And he was like, you're dating somebody. I can't believe you would be all in this guy's face. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Where's so-and-so? Because I'm pretty sure you're red in Maddie's face. Who are you sitting next to? And he was like, don't. And I was like. Oh, because I'm pretty sure you and your girlfriend just declared you were on a break this morning, just like me and my boyfriend did. So, like, if I want to put my face very close to this boy on the dance floor, you need to shut up about it because I was quiet all night long about your face being in Maddie's. Like, you need to grow up and acknowledge your feelings or you need to go home. And it was a very uncomfortable Uber ride home, but I won because he knew that he was not good enough for you. I think that he knew you really were like the fairy tale love of his life and he was not going to live up to the standard. And so like, it's sad that that didn't play out, but I really told him, I was like, you can grow some balls and like talk to Maddie and have a conversation or you can shut up and go home to your girlfriend. Who's going to allow you to behave. However, you can't do both. Bye. Wow. I forgot about that night. Yeah. But you know what? (laughs) Thank you. He is happily married now. She's a great person. And I, yeah. I, yeah. It, I wouldn't, that wouldn't have been the life that I would have chosen for myself. But if I were with him, I feel like I would have been happy when I was in that mindset that I like loved him. Now I'm looking for something else. Maybe something yeah. a little younger. <laughs> Just kidding. Something a little spicier. Something a little spicier. Um, also, yeah. Anyway, next, I'm going to go into something else. I, so this was like my first real breakup with somebody. Yeah, we well, only about that shit show. We only dated for like three-ish months. Yeah, I was short. Because I have a habit of breaking up with guys before my birthday so that they don't have to give me a present because I don't want to have to pretend to like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is rather, like, I would rather you not give me something at all. Like, let's do something together. Anyway, so, this was a guy who I had, like, I always had a crush on him in high school, but we didn't have any classes together, and he was always dating this other girl, and, like, we did, he did not know who I was at all. Like, we did not cross paths at all. Okay, so then, like, flash forward to two summers ago, or three, I don't really know. He sees me, or oh, no, 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 because I saw him at Toby Keith's once, and that's when we exchanged numbers. So, like, whenever Toby Keith's was open, and then he was like, oh, we're going to go to the casino, and I was like, okay, bye. And he's like, oh, are you going home? And I was like, yeah, you're not coming with me. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and then whatever. So then, flash forward to, like, years later at 4th of July, I was, like, at the fireworks at this, our high school, and he messaged me on Instagram or on 
Snapchat and was like, hey, like I saw you at the 4th of July. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you know, you have my real phone number. You don't have to snap message me. He's like, okay. So then he texted me and like whatever. So we went on a date. Our first date was really good. And he like side hugged me, which wasn't so good, but whatever. So then like, I was like, oh my God, this is so great. I always liked him in high school, yada, yada, yada. So we dated and it was fine. It was good. Like I really liked him, but then like, yeah, it just, I felt like it just was never going to be enough for me. You know, like I felt like I would never, it would, I would never love him. He was just like, not enough for you. He was very like reserved. I think is the right word. Like he just was like the most laid back casual person. And I feel like you have such a star quality, like, you know, just in life. It's like, Maddie's here. Like, I'm never like, Oh, Maddie's here. I'm always like, Maddie's here. Or like, if it's a party, I'm like, look at Maddie. Start over. And that guy is very like, you could have a big bustling party. And like, afterwards someone would be like oh did you see so and so and I'd be like he was there I would never have that reaction to like you being at a party you know yeah like I was um, like oh my god Maddie was so fun that's why and I I just never understand why people get like I don't know like mad like he was so mad at me for breaking up with him and I understand people feel emotions differently and they show their emotions differently but like he was so mean <laughs> it was crazy and like he was so nice like throughout our relationship like everything was great whatever like but then I would like hang out with other people and be like oh my god that guy's hot like I wish I could talk to him but I wouldn't so I was just like okay well that's a, clearly a sign and then mm-hmm. I like was thinking about it so I'm like whatever I broke up with him and he was so mean and then he was like texting me and or well he so he knew it was ha- he knew it was gonna happen because the night before i was like oh well, like can we hang out tomorrow and he's like is everything okay and i was like um no so whatever and then i like pulled up in his driveway and he like got in he was like so are you waking up with me and i was like yeah and he was like okay is that it and he was like gonna leave and i was like well can we talk and i was crying and i don't cry and he knows that i don't cry and he was like he was like, well, is there someone else? I was like, no. And he was like, well, why? And I was like, because I just feel like I wouldn't, I could never love you. And he was like, well, we just started dating. Like you could, and I was like, no, like I know, <laughs> which is harsh. But I was like, so then whatever, he got out of the car and then I pulled into a parking lot and sobbed. And then I, he texted me and he was like, hey, sorry, earlier. I was like, it's fine. Like. I understand. And he was like, but correct me if I'm wrong. You don't cry at all. So like you must have been fake crying. And I was like, what? That's crazy. Right. And then, so we were supposed to go see Book of Mormon together, like for our birthdays, because his birthday was like the month before mine. And then he Venmo requested me for like half of it. And he was like, break up fee. And I was like, okay. That's so stupid. Yeah, but yeah, it was crazy. He was so mean, but I was like, would you have rather me like stayed with you while I was like actively thinking about other guys? Yeah, something I wrote down on my list at the very bottom was when in doubt, say less, keep your crazy in private. And this is a prime example of why, because in a breakup, of course, it's not ideal. And of course, there are going to be feelings involved, whether you're the person doing the breaking up or getting broken up with. There's obviously going to be feelings. And like, you have the right to ask questions of like, okay, well, like, what happened? Why? All the things. But like, to get angry and then like be snooty and like snide, like, why? Because also, I think that breakups are opportunities for growth. And not necessarily every breakup is, like, the end-all, be-all. Like, I've fully broken up with people and then, like, ended up back together. And I'm sure most people have that kind of experience at least once or at least in some capacity. So, like, why wouldn't you just, like, you know what? I'm feeling a lot of things. I'm feeling angry. Let me step away from Maddie. And, like, 
talk shit to one of your friends like a normal person. Yeah. You know why? Because had you been wrong, had you been like, you know what? Maybe I could love him. Maybe I, I did call it a little too soon. Let me try again. Well, now it's over because you were mean to me. And now I think you're a bad person. Yeah. Like, you ruin it if you do things like that. I still have the text. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's like, hey, sorry if I'm, I seemed mean today. I was upset that I'm not good enough for you. I also really care about you. And I'm sad that you don't want me. And I said, no, it's okay. And it's not that you weren't enough. I just feel like it wasn't fair to stay with you. And I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. And he said, I still don't know what that even means. I feel like you can't tell me how you actually really feel, which annoys me. And I said, I just don't see it going any further. And I'm sorry. I enjoyed all the time we spent together. And I really care about you. But that's how I'm feeling. You're an amazing person. And I hope one day you can forgive me. But my heart just isn't in it anymore. And I'm really sorry. I feel like that's a great response. I do too. Because... Why would you want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with you? Right. And then he said, you don't need to be sorry. I didn't know you wanted to fall in love so quickly. But I feel like you know. Right. Like I mean, and I, I did. I clearly did. I don't regret anything. Right. It's not even like a matter of fall in love so quickly. It's like, I think there's a difference between like, I really like this person and I'm interested in exploring how this is going to play out. And like, obviously you don't know whether you're going to fall in love or not, but like, you know that you like what's happening. If you get the hunch in the opposite direction, hit the road, exit the chat. We got to yes. go. Like, what is the point of, because honestly, that was very mature of you to like call it when you did, because some people would just stay in that just to say they have somebody. Yeah, And then it's like, is that what you want to be the person that somebody settled for? Like, you know, Brie, I don't love you. And I think I probably won't ever get there, but you're nice enough. Let's just like waste each other's time for the next two right. weeks. Yeah. Okay. I said, my feelings shifted away from our relationship and I wanted to be fair to you and not continue something that my heart wasn't all in for. And he said, I can't talk to you anymore. And I said, I understand. I'm sorry. And he said, stop apologizing for something that you wanted. And whatever okay um and I said I'm apologizing because I care about you he said I'm just embarrassed I said I don't know what to say and he said you didn't know what to say earlier and it seemed like you were pretending to cry when I got into the car and I said okay and he said am I right or wrong if I recall correctly you don't cry about anything I said it was genuine that was one of the hardest things I ever had to do but I knew that I had to be done and he said I'm going to sleep all right six-year-old yeah, and then he would just, like, snap me just black screen. For what? Or he'll just be like, hey. And I'm like, hey, what's up? And then he won't reply. And I'm like, okay. I had to do what I had to do. Like, I was actively thinking. Like, I literally wanted to hook up with somebody else. And I didn't do that because I was dating somebody. Right. And even after that, I didn't hook up with that person. Could have. Right. And I just feel like it wasn't fair to either one of us to, like, keep doing that. Like, I, yeah. I, I, right. I, I feel like, sad. Yeah. Because it's sad. sad. If you care about somebody, it's sad. Like, that's like, I was a very much a denier when I was like, well, I've been dating this boy for, like, two years now. And I we live together. And, like, I'm just supposed to do the right thing and, like, make it work. But we were out. And literally we'll only refer to this boy as Trouty Mouth. Does he deserve that honor? Trouty Mouth? Yeah. Oh, I, wait, I thought, okay, I didn't realize we were talking about you. I thought you said your friend. No, no. I, your, I don't know what I said. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, we were out with like... your cousin's friend. Oh, okay. who I will refer to as Trouty Mouth. And I was just, like, very intrigued by his face. And, you know, I feel like up here, upstairs, I was like, the relationship you're in, we got to call it soon. Like, something's going on. But the other half of my brain was like, no, that's not what you do. You don't have a reason to do that. So, like, why would you do that? But, like, my nose was touching that boy's nose. And, like, had you not tapped me on the shoulder and been like are you okay I don't I've never cheated on somebody before but like I touched noses with that boy 
It's always a nose with you. Always a nose with me. Oh my god, and I like fully touched noses with somebody else during that same time frame. And it was like so obviously something was going on. And I just feel like if it the shoe were on the other foot, I would rather he dump me than like know that's what's happening outside when I'm not around. Because I felt very bad for like even having my face that close to somebody else's more than once. More yeah. Than so The moral of the story is you just, you have to be in tune with your emotions. And if you're not, if your heart's not in it, get out. Can't force it. You're not fooling anybody. And also, I mean, you probably are fooling some people, but also (laughs) not being fair to anybody. Including Including yourself. Um, What's that saying that's like, go where you're appreciated, not tolerated, but like on both ends, like. If you're just tolerating somebody, you have to break up with them. Yeah. You need someone who's, like, everything. Or, like, you want to work at it. Yeah. Not, like... I guess this is fine. Yeah. Because I think that he was very, like, your person... I just, he has such like mean Republican dad vibes to me. Like not just like a cool dad who wears new balances and grills. He was like the dad who's going to like be nice all day long, but then like have one too many beers in his armchair and be mean to everybody all night. Yeah. That's just like the vibe. So I'm just going to call him mean dad. When you were dating mean dad, I think that he fully would have been fine with a lukewarm relationship. Yeah. But like, you don't want lukewarm tea at the end of the night. No. Who wants that? <sighs> I don't have, uh, those are all my heartbreak stories. And like that, I was, I, I, my heart broke for him. Like I felt sad for him and I felt bad for me that he was so mean to me. But the first one, Oh my god, I love him so much. Like, like, oh my god, I've never felt so much hurt, and I feel like that—that's why I don't cry anymore because I just cried so much about that. But there's nothing left. Ain't got no tears left to cry. Oh gosh, you just have to make um, a good girl power playlist. So I wrote down heartbreaks are very different than breakups. I've only been through, I think, one in my youth and one as an adult. Um very similar they feel like a gut punch you know like you just invest so much and you really think this is like wow we're in such a good place and then both stories are very different but I feel like no matter what um when the end did come it was not the three to ten business days I was like down for the count I don't even know but I was like going through something And so I think that the silver lining to those is, like, you, A, just need to feel that shit out. You cannot just, like, hop onto the next boy and, like, bring that trauma with you because that's annoying. So it's, I think on Sex in the City, I can't think of the direct quote, but they say something like, for as long as you dated a boy, at least half the time. So, like, if you dated somebody for two years, take a year off. You know, like give yourself time because it really is a roller coaster. A heartbreak is like, no, I'm fine. I'm grateful for this. And then it's like, oh my God, why? And all the things. So it hurts like hell. Don't give yourself a super long or super short time limit. Like feel it out. Don't hop onto the next boy. And it really is an amazing opportunity for growth. My last serious relationship, it ended. And you can, I'm sure Maddie has like more than one story about I was pitiful for months like couldn't get my shit together (laughs) I was like a walking Xanax zombie because I was the only way I could function but it was like maybe a year it took me to like really put the pieces back together and I literally am a different woman because of it like I it sounds crazy but I think everyone needs to go through that one like really knock you down heartbreak to like learn your strength as a person yeah Strong, independent woman who don't need no man. Yep. You should always just want your partner to compliment you. You don't want to need them. Right. That was my growth. I hope that everyone finds their growth. Me too. Brianna, that was beautiful. (laughs) 
Um, my ex-boyfriend's mom just called me. Oh, wow. Okay. Heartbreaks. Um, not quite sure what that's about, but I just felt like maybe the snacks crowd should know that that's how my life goes. That's a thing that's happening right now. (laughs) Um, I don't have any funny quips to end this on, but I hope everyone's so excited about my 22 year old. Oh, I thought you were going to call him a something, like my 22-year-old. No, I don't have anything to call him. Okay. I mean, I'm excited. It's a fun journey for you. Um, I had a boyfriend, not boyfriend situation, and then as of yesterday, I don't anymore. So um, if you guys want to just, like, mentally hop back to the redo episode, just know. We didn't air the redo episode. Oh, I forgot. It got lost. Okay, I actually was thinking of a different topic for next week, but now that I said this, maybe we got to just, like, redo the redo because that's where my mind is. I'm really trying to tackle something on that list. Okay. Literally, tackle him. I know, but there's a pandemic going on. But, like, I don't – I feel like once the right guy gets in front of me, I'm going to – like, I can't make any promises about a pandemic. When the right guy gets in front of you, you're going to get under him. Yep. Wow. <laughs> and with that, snacks out.